Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi guys, it's me, Andrea Wallace, one of your hosts of uh, Cyborg Podcast. Oh welcome. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> it's me, Brooke Van Poplin, your other host. It's it's us in the new year doing it. We both sound a lot better than last week. Oh, God. I mean, I'm still, yeah, I'm still struggling, but uh, it's there, you know. I've been doing infrared saunas, and it's actually been working wonders on my my respiratory system. Shit. Well, I, I am so sorry. Yeah, there's just a weird lingering, like a, like a specter in my lung and chest area that just feels... <laughs> uh-huh. Like, yeah, it just, like a shell, like an ectoskeleton is living yeah. uh, in my breasts uh, is all I can say. Oh, no. But yeah, I was I was listening back to just, you know, the top of the show last week. And every time we laughed, we both sounded like um, 50 year long smokers. Yeah, we were doing like chunky wheezing and laughing. And I was like, wow, we definitely both sound sick. But anyways, uh, more like sexy. Texas smokers. Oh, by the way, major news alert um, over on this end. This is what happens when you're having like a career crisis and don't know where to go or where to put your skills or who, you know, it was all it was all furniture, you know, a couple months ago. Uh I have fully figured out, ordered the tools and learned how to install um, extensions. So, let you know, I'm not going to take away. Yeah. Anyways, so might get wow. a little hair weaving business going on the side. Yeah, a lot of people um, gotta get they have to get licenses to do that, but not Brooke. Not me. I'm not. I'm not cutting or coloring. That's I'll look true. it up. I, I'll look it up. What? Oh, how? I'm not calling you on it. I just, you know, yeah, by any means. But I'm just like, sure, yeah, totally. I mean, honestly, some of the like the ones I get in, like, how hard can it be to like get them in there? You know what I mean? I like, no, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I'm telling you, folks, though, is. Um, We've been scammed. I was I was happy to give my friends business all this time. But, you know, when times go when times, you know, are tough and mm-hmm. you've kept up a fancy hair lifestyle mm-hmm. when you used to have TV money, mm-hmm. um, you'll you find out that it's a thirty dollar installation kit and mm-hmm. you just take the time and the know how and um you know, I already have the hair, so I put my whole. Well, I put- a- and also as a beauty professional, uh, I do get discounts at the hair shop. Just so you know, I'm just saying. You, we're, we're gonna we're gonna start a side business, dealing, wheeling, and dealing hair. Does that sound good? <laughs> sure. Side hair. It's the sure. podcast side Blah. hair. <laughs> I smell grossed out by it. Uh, I mean, a hair is great. I love hair. I just hate it when it's like just sticks everywhere you 
are. You know or what like, I mean? When it's just in a bunch of bags piled up everywhere, you know, which yeah, I can only yeah. imagine. I mean, I feel like I feel like this podcast plus hair is like we we haven't done a hair episode yet, so maybe uh, we should. We'll get it. We'll get it on the books. Follow the show. <laughs> we'll get it on the books. We'll get it on the books. We'll Anyways, get it on the books. Just Book saying, it. if you're if you're not a perfectionist and want me to throw in like a little row of some extra length and thickness. Uh, on your head, come come talk to BVP here in LA. <laughs> starting starting my own hair shop. Anyways, anyways, well let's like dive into headlines, huh? Like should we just uh, go for it? Yeah, you you picked out some great ones, but I had to come at you first with mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. headline <laughs> that pop up popped up after last week talking about the kids who you know had their minds blown that some gas stations actually have decent food. But Mm -hmm. um, this headline is just simply gas station eggs, um, (laughs) which before you flip out, like, hey, man, you know what I'm talking about. Or like 7-Eleven eggs or bodega eggs. Squirm around in little plastic bags in their own water, you know? Yeah, they're just... What water is that? It's just left over from the boil, right? It's got to sit in some sort of sauce, right? It just needs a little, little something to keep the moisture in it. Um, all last year when I was doing the writing job that had, you know, the office setting that just had like sick fucking stocked kitchen with everything, we all would get the hard boiled, the peeled, the hard boiled eggs in the little individual containers. Mm-hmm. And my my coworker and I, we realized like we literally because we were leaving from one floor to go to another one to do like a meeting with somebody else. And we both had put the eggs in our pockets. So we started calling them pocket eggs, um, mm. just wandering around with hard boiled eggs in my coat pocket like a normal person. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I like the way they, they, they must feel nice in your hand. You know what I mean? As you're walking around like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, Give them a little squeeze. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, because it's so fun to make egg salad, you know, getting that like to squash the hard boiled eggs and get them all crumbled and what have you. Is that what you do when you make? Do you do you squeeze them with your hands when you make egg salad? That's your that's your method. Of course. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Egg crumbles. I mean, you could get in there with a fork if you want, but why would you use your hand? I just yeah, I I just never have. I just feel like it's a yolk mess. But yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. yeah, But they're already hard boiled, honey. No, 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 but the yoga still will get on your hands. Like, it'll still get on your hands. You honeyed me. <laughs> but like, I did. I, it's just, it's, I just, I feel like the yolk still gets on you. You know hmm. what I mean? But okay. that's me. Well, anyways, I've, lo- I've lost, I've lost my way here. Maybe this is an OnlyFans thing I need to start for myself on my mm-hmm. third you know, foray into having some sort of um, side hustle where you can log on and watch me squash hard-boiled eggs with my, um, with my hands. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. Maybe yeah. in a pocket. Maybe it's like a pocket deep pocket cam. Yes, deep pocket egg squish. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, the, the word is out. The word is out. Where people think that gas station eggs are creepy and weird, and I'm here to tell you, go for it. They even have them. They have them at the Starbucks sometimes. When you're like, I don't want one of their weird nuclear reactor sandwiches, but I'm really yeah. hungry and I don't want a pastry, so I'm gonna get the little pre-peeled hard-boiled eggs. I mean, some people call it the perfect food. It'll tide you over, you know, between Absolutely. meals. You need a little snack. You get a little hangry. An egg is the perfect go-to. If there are no added ingredients, folks. It's mm-hmm. a one ingredient, you know, because nothing at a gas station only has one ingredient in it. It's all filled. 
with yeah. you know whatever ingredients that's true i was jerky. like yes but that's probably a bunch that's of different ingredients that's that. totally different um awesome eggs give them a chance gas station eggs now available at your local gas station <laughs> that's so good Well, this article from uh, this is from Bon Appetit. So um, fun! That I found it's kind of like a like a. There's a bunch of like fun little articles in one in this one yes. that I got. Um, um. First of all, first up, and this is what you know made my eyes pop when I when I was researching and trying to find headlines for this week. Um. So Greenland, there's a Greenland startup. Um. Yes, the country Greenland guys. Um. That's shipping glacier ice to cocktail bars. In the UAE. And where's the UAE, you may the ask? The United Arab Emirates. Well, it's, it's in the damn desert, you yeah. know? Yep. So, uh, it basically, like, the super wealthy um, are, indeed, according to this article, <laughs> in their opinion, they are fueling environmental uh, destruction of our planet, um, you know, and have wanton disregard for the well-being of literally everyone else. So here's the thing. Uh, glacier ice is the new hot, cocktail ice in, in, in the UAE, uh, in Dubai. So, you know, this is replacing the old cocktail ice they had that was made with frozen mineral water. Ugh, that is gross. That? I'm not into that at all. Mm-mm. What the no. fuck? How could you? How could you? And here's the thing about glacier ice. It doesn't have any bubbles because over a millennia, all the air has been pressed out of it, right? And that means it's going to melt a lot slower in your cocktail, well, right? I would hope if this glacier ice is not, then we're fucked. If your drink is getting soggy. Totally. Then- Absolutely. But like, let's be honest. Like, yes, that's a perk, but obviously this is a fucking status thing. You know what I mean? This- like, Yes, and uh, there is Shabazz. There's an, there's a, an account I follow called, I think it's at Shabazz says S-H-A-B-A-Z. And he calls everyone who's not a one percenter on TikTok. We're all known as Pavos, you know, poverty stricken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he loves to ridicule one percenters doing their ice routines. Like that is his what like in their mega mansion homes with their refrigerators that are dedicated to ice only. And there's lemon <laughs> ice, there's lime ice. There's ice with a flower in it and a whole tray of that. Oh, and yeah. You, oh, yeah. You can't have regular Pavo ice. No, I mean, I follow disco. Do you follow disco cubes out of L.A.? This like girl who makes Ooh. the most beautiful ice here in Los Angeles with like full round balls with like beautiful flowers suspended in them. Like, OK, well, that's it, cool as fuck. Like, that's art. These are people who literally don't, as far <laughs> as I know, even have anyone over to their house. And they spend their entire day filling up their ice refrigerator, uh, you know, to have different types of ice. And so now glacier ice. I'm going to have to well, glacier ice guy. is too much. It's like, well, you, I guess we better drink the glacier ice while it still exists. But it's like, I don't know. Good for this. I guess good for this Greenland company, the startup for just getting getting the getting the money where the money's when the money's available you know what i mean can we say that i you you've you call me impressed when we've been somewhere where they had a stamp that has the emblem of you know the bar or the restaurant group in the cube of ice Mm -hmm. to me that's top tier wow now that's a classy ice now there's someone really thought about that someone really (laughs) and and i'm easily impressed color me impressed that's as crazy as i need my ice to get 
Okay, so there's just another little another tidbit in this this same article um, saying that girl dinner's over, rat snacking is here. <laughs> you know, it's been a minute on Sidework Podcast since we've had any rat chat. Oh yeah. Um, so. They're saying a donut stuffed with cheddar cheese cubes, craft singles draped over cinnamon sugar apples, more processed cheese melted on cauliflower and slathered in sriracha. These are just a few examples of what some folks are calling rat snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you immediately ha- like, OK, so my version of a rat snack mm-hmm. um, would probably be when I'm down to just like the crumbs of um, like pita chips and I can't get the whole pita chip. So I can't I can't do a dip. So instead, I do a spoonful of hummus and then rummage around in the bag to get the crackers wow. mixed in there. And I think that would qualify as a rat snack. Wow. I like that. I typically I'm like a purist. I just want like shredded cheese melted on tortilla chips in the microwave for 20 seconds. <laughs> Honey, with a little, I'm with a little top of all episode with a little hop of tea, top of tea, shake, shake it on top of it. Um, you're getting honeyed all episode today. You're gonna get all the versions of what? it. I was like, what honey, are you sure? And this one, that? girl, that was oh, oh, and a little dollop of sour cream if I'm yes. really feeling it. <laughs> there is an entire semester of college, my first year living in a home that I paid rent for, where I survived on. Gas station, Tostitos, mm-hmm. shredded cheese, and salsa, mm-hmm. microwaved mm-hmm. meal, and it's mm-hmm. it holds a special place in my heart. Mine oh, would I uh, mine back then was like I'd actually get like the flour tortilla, then melt it, then roll it up. You know mm. what I mean? Like a little yeah. So or that's a pretty good little rat snack. Pizza toast. Uh, we used to make pizza toast was a great little Ooh, snack. I would pizza make. Yeah. toast is a good little rat snack. That's for sure. Mm, rat we snacks. Should, we. We got to make a video. It's time to get back on the horse with our online <laughs> presence. Our <laughs> rat snack and just Let's using like our, our craft singles. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm in. I'm totally into it. So that being said, uh, I do have one more fun little rat tail for you, Brooke. This I one. Uh, I, I mean, know. this is kind of all over the place. I'm, I'm going with New York Times. So Chicago. Chicago has a little bit of a viral attraction, if you will, um, that's called the rat hole. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you got this gets a buka bell. The fact that you got two rat chat topics into honey, our headlines. Honey, I did it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> OK, yeah, I don't like I don't like that. I I, I apologize for honey. Ah, thank you. Uh, so, OK, so. This has been around for like 20 plus years, but it's it's basically it's like it's a it's a cement hole in the neighborhood of Roscoe Village, which Brooke and I went to several times together. She sure did when we lived in Chicago together. Um, And it's essentially it's it's as if like when they were laying the cement, a a rat just was like fell out of a tree or something. And there's a rat imprint in the cement. It's like um, a rat fossil. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it is like a rat fossil. Absolutely. It's or like, you know, a, a paw print, if you will, but it's a rat instead. So Winslow Dumain, who is a artist and comic, um, was heading to a store on Chicago's north side when he saw this hole, right? A hole in the sidewalk on Roscoe Village with an uncanny resemblance to a rodent. Um, so he basically took a photo of it and just the hilarious uh, caption of how to make a pilgrimage to the Chicago rat hole. And then it of course blew up 
right? Went viral, over 5 million views, more shares. And now people are actually making pilgrimages <laughs> to the rat hole and leaving offerings, leaving coins, leaving like little, little flowers, like making little shrines. Like, And they're, they're filling it with water all the time so you can see the rat hole in all its glory. And I'm here for the rat hole. That's what day. I was going to ask is I'm like, who's keeping it watered so that it stands out? Because that's there's just a photo know. of someone pouring water into it. <laughs> and it's winter and snowy. So there's always going to be a little floating water in it, you know? So this is true. I like this, too, that it looks like a picture of Winnie sniffing the rat hole. My dog, <laughs> Winnie, right there. She would absolutely love to put her face in a rat hole. Now, there might be a little controversy surrounding this because they're saying that the actual the, the 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 shape of the animal itself, the hips are a little wider so that it could be a squirrel. You know, it's very possible it could be a squirrel that did this. But, you know, the rat hole just has a really beautiful ring to it, you know? Yeah, considering because they, they said that sort of nine years in a row, Chicago has been declared mm-hmm. the rattiest city in the U.S., which who knew? My, because I'm like, no way are they owning New York City, but... To be honest, your alley system, because we put all of our trash on the street, mm-hmm. your alleys are just lawless. It's like just, the gang, the rat gangs of Chicago, baby. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just fighting back there. Oh, yeah. I can't even tell you the nice tiny little switchblades. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's the music video from Beat It, you know? Yeah. But with rats. So, yeah. And- so, so and if, if any of you guys are in Chicago and you have made your way over to the rat hole, you know, it's a long, cold winter. It could be a fun thing, a fun activity to, to break up the monotony of terribly cold days, even though hopefully it is a little warmer when this comes out because it's been like, you know, negative friggin 40. You, did your parents get that, too? Uh, yeah, it was it was rough there in Michigan. Um, we've been obviously watching nonstop football. So we also watch like, right. the Bills. Right. Play Congratulations today. on your Lions win, by the way. Detroit Lions, baby. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very exciting. It's very exciting. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can't. The rat hole was there when I lived in Roscoe. Village. I know. I'm so I know. I we feel just, cheated. Like, you probably. You prob- I'm well, I know. You know, maybe it's just be, thank God for social media, Brooke, for bringing all of this stuff to our attention. No, that's not uh, what I yeah. really mean. But, um, you know, um, anyway, <laughs> that's that. Um, I will do a little shout out and say, you guys, we haven't had many server submitted stories submitted to us as of late so you know if as always if you guys are inspired by anything any server submitted story brooke any anything they should send our way i mean does your city or town have a weird sidewalk that people gather around and animal shaped holes animal shaped holes we're interested in that like do you give offerings to like like a tree like a a tree with a weird knotty hole in it that you leave gifts in it boo radley style now there's a throwback (laughs) to an old novel called to kill a mockingbird (laughs) do you have any mockingbird shaped holes If you do, you just shoot them on over to sideworkpod at gmail.com. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. 
where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, let's like bounce into the topic of the day. I can't believe we haven't covered this. Oh, it. we, we just keep going and we realize that sometimes the most obvious ones we we're just too excited in the fever dream of it's getting true. this podcast going. You get so we nuanced. Them. Yeah, I know. Today we're going to talk about specials. I got very excited about this because you, I, I like we all have deeply held opinions as servers about specials. Yeah. And, and based on where you worked and what kind of place it was, specials were either bullshit or they were what was full dinner, baby. I know, you know? Absolutely. So specials, you guys, if you didn't know, if you're not on board, if you if you just, if this is your first, you know, rodeo, <laughs> um, specials in restaurants are dishes that aren't part of the regular menu and they're offered for a limited time. These dishes are often uh, created using seasonal ingredients or a way for the chef to showcase their creativity. Just like the, Mc, just like the McRib. It I comes and it goes. Fucking th- I was thinking of that. I oh. was like, McRib is a special. Like, Honey. You, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the specials could include appetizers, entrees, desserts, or even special drinks. Uh, yeah, specials. But as we always, we love to dive into a little bit of history. You guys, today we're going to be uh, rifling. We got a little Wikipedia going. We've got some food and wine as a source. And then restaurants throughout history. Those are our sources today. So let's dive in. You know, it... <sighs> When I was looking at like history of specials, I was like, oh my God, of course. The first thing, ding, ding, blue plate special. Of course, this is like vintage. This is giving me old timey feels. Like, you know, you go into a diner and there's like an old dusty poster that says blue plate special, you know? Um, so blue plate specials, this is a super fun thing, Brooke. Guess where they kind of started? Diners. Harvey houses. Oh yeah, that too. I saw that as well. Yeah. Like the oh, we got. I want to revisit, and I'm obsessed with the Harvey girls. Me too. Obsessed. Me too. Okay, so the origins are kind of unclear, right? But basically, like mm, Fred Harvey opened his restaurant. We know that blue blue plate specials were regular features at the Harvey house, so they would do. They were actually blue plates that they came on. And they were kind of, they were divide the plates that are like divided. You like when you're camping Caf- or and there's like, like cafeteria entrees. Yeah. TV dinners. Yeah, TV like dinner, uh, all that. 
absolutely like an entree and two little sides. Um, so I think like, you know, what was happening is like the blue plate special was like something that was like a, you know, when you don't have any money and you want to go out and it's very cheap to put out there. I think they're in the great depression. Blue plate specials were a huge, huge thing. Um, for like the working man, you know, to come and get like a working man meal. Absolutely. And an affordable way to fill yourself up. It might not be. It's, it's like to me, it's like a meal that gets the job done of filling your stomach might not be the most exquisite plate of food you've ever no, had. No, it is but, not the fanciest. And there's no substitutions. You get what you get. That's just what it is. But but it's better than prison food. It's totally better than prison food. <laughs> She's got a point, guys. She's got a point. <clears throat> There's still some residual coughing going yeah, on. Yeah, um, for COVID hack. Mm-hmm. I know. Once I really get going with the talking, it's still there. But yeah, for sure, exactly. It was like a daily special. Maybe it rotated, but usually it was kind of like odds and ends and leftovers and little things that they would just smash together, and they'd just be like, "This is our blue plate special blue today. Plate special. Take it or leave it." Or would you like to see the actual menu? Okay, so that well, is the first. Oh, go ahead. And I was just going to say for me that I love that like the origin moving into what we, mm-hmm. I think, think of today as specials at a restaurant mm-hmm. is honestly specials were deals. And deals. then they and then they evolved into something that God, you know, where you're we'll get into it, but they tell you the special and then you're like, how much is that when they don't tell you, you know? Oh, yeah, you're absolutely. Like, it's not going like, to be a deal. <laughs> could a tomahawk steak cost you know <laughs> whoopsies upsie doopsie deepsie okay the other special his- that we're going to talk about the history of is the early bird special okay this i love this is great so i think when we think early bird special we think florida we think retirees we think like old people Bob going Evans. in droves exactly exactly um but the origin right of the early bird special um, said that the restaurants had offered early bird specials as early as the 1920s and 1930s. Um, and basically during prohibition, which we know like kind of like killed mm-hmm. like restaurants a little bit because nobody was drinking. Um, they were like, how do we get people in here um, to eat and dine? And they were basically like, you know, get these, how about we give you guys a deal or a special and then you can come in and eat here and it's cheaper. Um, and that's kind of the origin of it. Well, because it was also, it, it was a way to like stagger out the, you know, the volume of guests coming in and mm-hmm. you could also essentially like, like we said, uh, cater to older clientele because mm-hmm during this era it was still very much what we consider like on a weekend reservation even though i enjoy a 7 p.m it was still seen to be very glamorous to not be eating until 8 9 or 10 p.m in Mm -hmm. this in this era right because Mm -hmm. it was just like come on it was like this crazy swing in 20s and it was all about alcoholism and light on the food but um (laughs) but yeah to make money while your business had its doors open would be like hey do you want to maybe just come in and eat and like maybe you're not into the swinging lifestyle, like yeah, just come in and dine, and that way we can like be making money all the time, not just or, later. 
What they said, too, was that if you came in to eat your meal, it would then get you admission into the club for no additional oh. price. Well, and then there were stores, right? So you're talking about, like, uh, st- department stores that have restaurants, you know. So they, especially drug trains, drug drug chain stores, um, they were probably the first to offer early bird meals, you know, usually mm. breakfast or pre-noon lunches. And this was clearly a tactic to draw customers into the store at times when it was the least busy. So it's like, come in for the cheap, eat, stay to shop. I love that. And I, I love that they really kind of tried to credit uh, Palm Springs here in California mm-hmm. as the origin of the early bird special where they're just like, for whatever reason, Palm Springs, even way back when, People loved to get home and be like probably just poolside or God knows what. Basically, they were like, if we could feed people by 530 and everyone was gone by 930, it was a great night. I mean, I feel like I think that's great, too. And I I, I've, I thought about that, too. And I was like, well, maybe it's more in the wintertime because when the sun goes down, it gets cold and weird in the desert for a lot of people, you know, specifically maybe. cold and weird in the desert. Yes. Right. Because right. they said, yeah. Oh, you're right. Because they said the early bird special was also to help attract people who got confused by daylight savings oh, to yeah. get them in to be like, hey, I know that your stomach and your brain is going, hey, it's not dark yet. I'm not hungry. Well, guess what? If you come in at five. Uh, you get a you get a nice discounted meal. I do think that this is like uh, it's dissolving the early bird special. You know, I do. I popped onto the the well, accredited eater as um, uh, originating one of these stories, and like there is a pretty big decline, especially like in Florida, which you know happens. I just think there's a different like retirees are just we're, the scene is changing. They're not like they used to be, you know, because a whole course not. A new generation is like coming in. But that generation has died out for sure. I, I for sure know what it was like to be on a vacation with my grandparents who would want to <laughs> eat dinner at 5 p.m. You know, yeah, and you're just even as a kid, you're like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, we're, we're burning daylight. I want to be I in know. the pool. What are you doing? Know, you know, for sure. I agree. But there is part of me that's like, I'd fucking eat dinner at five o'clock and be home on my couch <laughs> i do that now you know i don't hate this i um, I, but- I do like that they've credited um that early bird dining would begin as early as 4 p.m as we know but they found one restaurant chain which was the jb's big boy restaurant in nebraska where the Ooh. early bird special started at 2 p.m Damn. right way to go nebraska there is no place like Nebraska. I'm anyway, finally going to come visit. I'm going to come visit soon. Absolutely. So fun history. Really fun history. So let's just, let's bounce in. Let's bounce back. Um, you know, so daily specials, right? I was thinking about daily specials on rotation, right? Yes. So that would kind of be more like weekly, on the weekly. So on Monday, there's a set. On Tuesday, there's a set. Let's motherfucking Taco Tuesday. Meatloaf Whoa. Mondays. What's the slowest day of the week at a restaurant? Tuesday. You know, this is when you're seeing wing specials. I mean, I mean, I remember back when they would do like 10 cent wings and we all know wings are so fucking expensive now for some reason. Oh, yeah. But yeah, get fried chicken night like or get a free pitcher of beer with every 
Cobb salad you order. <laughs> Remember that restaurant we went to? That was a great I, deal. <laughs> I thought, great. That's so weird. Your stomach feels real bad the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, bottomless pitchers of beer and Cobb, and Cobb salad. salad. But you do have to, you have to spend money to save money, Brooke. That is how it goes. You do. You do. You know, it's the best thing real. about the Cobb salads there, they hand crush the eggs. Yes. <laughs> Who was it? We we did have someone. Um, I want to say it was either like uh, April Wolf or something, something like that, who was part of their side work was crushing the eggs for the salad bar. Oh, I don't know if it was. I don't. I, I, I don't have to remember back, was. but we had one or two people who part of their server side work was crushing up the hard boiled eggs with gloves on their hands wow. to prep for because they would they would. Um, I think kind of have to like man the salad bar oh. at their chain restaurant they worked at, et cetera, et cetera. But <laughs> I'm just uh, saying it's good I'm, fun and you've been missing out. Sorry. I guess I'll just be, I'm going to get my hands dirty. I'm going to get my hands dirty we, this year in 2024. We, we all have our different sensory sort of kinks. Okay. Look, I'm a big, I'm a highly, yeah, exactly. I like, I like a hard boiled egg. Like the way I eat it is very specific. Like everybody else, I'm sure. Um, okay, so specials uh, that are always available, right, if you know mm-hmm. how to ask. I think that a lot of places have this kind of like a secret in and out menu, right? Kind of like if you know, you know, you can always ask for like the special this and this and this in the kitchen. I think there's a few places like that, but I don't want it to get out of hand. You know what I mean? I think it's a very few and far between that, you know, you can ask for like kind of the secret special you know the secret special and i'm picturing the customer who's probably so smug about knowing i know it. they're like well they always whip us up this that's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good impression of how but i do think you know it does walk the line with like the customer always getting what they want and not being too much of a douche but you know maybe it's a well, yeah, it's a regular you know something that i can attest to and this is um at james obviously i've talked about multiple times over the years we did not have a vegetarian plate on the menu but it was uh ask us if you have dietary restrictions mm-hmm. and we would go out of our way then if you called ahead just to give a heads up Sure. To, yeah. Um, you know, just because like, you know what it's like, you can end up going special out to requests. Eat. Yeah. So I guess that's not a special, but it, it, yeah. I, okay. I guess it's, it's not even a secret menu thing. Never mind. I'm off my. Yeah. Off, but no, I'm I get it. Topic. I still think that's considered a special. I know. I totally think, look, I think this was like a weird, I've only known a couple places that have done this. So it was kind of like a weird throw mm-hmm. in anyway. So of course, like going off on a tangent like that. You know, and if if they're just like they made it for me before, they made this special for me you before. For me. Can you do something yeah. like it? Can I know you got the ingredients? I'm back sure there. you have it back there. Absolutely. Okay, so next is the you know the the Monday fish special, huh? Hmm. Yep. Which we all know of the classic tale. This is a very kitchen confidential. You know. Kind of thing. We miss you, Anthony Bourdain. We miss, every day. We miss you, Anthony. But yes, we he helped. You know, basically um, dispel the the myth that you know that mm-hmm. uh, that there was something actually special happening on a Monday with yeah. fish. It was the fish that did not get you know sold over the weekend. 
And it's now going on being like four days old, which whatever. I've left fish in my fridge for a little bit. It still cooks up just great. We're just saying you're not getting that. Like if it got delivered um, first thing on a Friday morning and they pushed it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, by Monday, you know, they're just trying to get rid of it and make money. Yeah, they just are trying to push stuff out the door. They were saying, I read this other article, this is Food and Wine, one that was basically like talking about like, you know, our specials, even that special, you know, and it's like, look, if it's St. Patrick's Day and you have a corned beef special, chances are you're going to have a cabbage soup two days later, you know, and that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Yeah, it's it's not a special. It's just, you know, it's funny. It almost... I would love it if restaurants would be honest and just be like, today's leftovers. <laughs> yeah. Kind today's of like left- here's here's a bunch of crap we just had to get rid of and we're gonna make you a delicious soup with. Duh, that's how totally. it works. And and like yeah. we're smart and we know how to fucking use food and make different, brilliant, delicious things out of it. Absolutely. But it is really funny. Like if you've worked in a restaurant, you're like, this ain't special. This was yeah, these were the um Irish egg rolls that didn't sell at Jameson's pub. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm and as we all know, I'm all about an Irish egg roll. I would eat one right now because I'm hungry. Also, it's we're, we're recording at dinner time, so I'm hungry. <laughs> Sean is making homemade nachos, chicken grilled chicken nachos as we Boom! speak. So, yeah, I we were talking about nacho night. <laughs> oh, it's we're one upping the I mean, I will take a microwave nacho, as I said. But I oh, love that's the- desperation. We have a whole nacho night. <laughs> to, like accoutrement. It's gourmet up in here when we do it i pickle things yes. you know what i mean i need a ratio of yeah yeah no I I, I I was just like sean i know that restaurants can't always get the perfect bite you know on a plate of nachos but i need <laughs> you to try okay yeah i'm gonna need a little this a little this a little this yeah for sure <laughs> absolutely that's amazing so you know that going to our our specials even that special you know right. like the the mind of a brilliant chef like specials can be a way to showcase you know what the chef might be working on working toward mm-hmm. maybe there's beautiful seasonal like you know one week only in the spring we only have fiddle leaf ferns you know what i mean and like they're on the menu and that's the special and that's what you get but i and which i think is great i do love a special you know um but there oh, can also yours. be like I was but I was also going to say I'm like sometimes you're just sitting here going like you're just kind of like reinventing things that are already on the menu. So this isn't to me this isn't super special. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like sometimes when you are in because a lot of Mexican food when it's very Americanized is really just kind of you know and I love like this, yeah, it's like, like is it stuffed in a tortilla on a tostada or in a taco or an enchilada. It's the same right. Six ingredients just presented differently. Differently, with different crunch or level of mess. Do I use mm-hmm. a fork? I still don't mm-hmm. know what to do when I eat toast. <laughs> I mean, I'm here you know? for all of it. You can supreme it for me. I'm fine. You know, one hundred percent. And and I do love that. And again, it's not like lack of inspiration. It's just sort of running a different special because fuck it. But yes, I I was gonna say, you know we've all worked at the place or with the chef who's like, I was inspired at the farmer's market this weekend and, and the strawberries just looked irresistible. Mm-hmm. And you end up with like a beautiful strawberry shortcake as a special for dessert. And like, God Love damn that. it. In those situations, get it. Like, get, get absolutely. It. Yeah. And it, it's gonna, it's here for a limited time 
only. But there's um, also the delivery mistake or the inventory order fucked up and suddenly you've got something like, on the menu that's never been on the menu before. Yeah, they like sent us a bunch of like duck hearts for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you want me to push the duck heart? Like, so we're making ugh. duck heart beignets. Yeah, we're making um, yeah, we're making duck heart uh, mousse. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, um, yeah. I always felt, though, that we, for sure, will frequent West, frequent, wow, this is hard to say, frequent restaurants that mm-hmm. have really little menus, which I love because it means they're doing everything fresh and regularly and you can trust it those are the places though where you can get a little tired of the same thing and you're like mm-hmm. oh do oh do tell me about the special oh yeah I would, would love, love <laughs> something different would love to hear about it and working there too i'm sure it gets very exciting to be like whoa what do we get to try tonight yeah what's in season you're gonna like shave truffles onto something which like you know, you you probably won't be able to try anyway. You don't get to try the expensive shit. You just get to, you know, like you just get to tell people it tastes great. You just, yeah. yeah. I, I was reading somewhere into that food and wine article that's like, yeah, if the special was really, really elevated, you just had to get, you had to put on your old actor pants. And just probably, be like, mm, yep. shaved truffles. Of course you want that $200 pizza. Yum, yum. Mm, get it, guys. We 100% had our chef for a hot minute who got super inspired by this expensive truffle that he got and was doing truffled basically like oh it was crazy but like truffle omelet that was so much damn money because most people are just used to truffle oils on their french fries Mm -hmm, and and they're like why the fuck is and you're like because the real ones are actually very expensive and i remember pushing that crazy ass brunch special but for the people who were into it you know truffles and chives and um a beautiful french style you know like when you think of that scene from the bear who like everyone's sweeping the emmys tonight right now Mm -hmm, but when you mm -hmm, see that mm -hmm. beautiful omelet that she makes, um, but also with fancy, fancy, fancy ass truffles on top of it. So selling specials, right? I think mm. this is a very specific nuance. Like, I mean, because it's like, it can be a lot to rattle off. Let's not lie. You know, you want to make sure you have all the details, all the teeny tiny little ingredients that like go into making this special so special and beautiful. Right. And it's like, tonight's special, uh, we have sand dabs that have been dredged in <laughs> uh, hand-milled crushed whole wheat flour, lightly seared in pan sautéed, uh, topped with a lemon blanc sauce uh, on a bed of quinoa. Quinoa um, was sold to us by a refugee <laughs> from Bolivia. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are doing our part in giving back to the uh, Fair trade quinoa uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, trade. Uh, uh, and also, you also get a side of roasted broccolini. With and that. she comes mm-hmm. out at the end of your meal to say hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> roasted broccolini is a, would be a kind of a fun drag name. I'm just going to say that right oh, now. Oh, that is a good one. Uh, that is a good one. Um, I, yeah. Our friend Scotty, I don't know, he just put something really stupid. Scotty Landis, who's was on the podcast way is back but anyways he just i don't know why posted a coupon for a hose from lowe's uh you know lowe's home goods or whatever hardware store Mm -hmm. and i was just dying because it was a coupon and it was a 
it was not the greatest reviewed hose and a lot of people had a lot to say about the quality of this hose and I was like man four star hose is a pretty great <laughs> brand name four star hose is amazing four star hose yeah. um did you guys ever do contests to see who could sell the most specials or like a monthly contest to be like whoever sells like the most of this <clears throat> wine or whoever you know I guess that would be a little different but contests for specials I guess specifically well let me be the first to tell you that even had I wanted to win, uh, I wouldn't have. And mm. that was just never my energy or vibe. I we, won. <laughs> of course. And and that's that's okay. We know who we are in this world yes, in life. Totally. Um, absolutely. I, I would be like, you guys want this. And then I'd be like, I'm going to win. I don't remember what I would win, though. It I just always like seems just, like it was... Like, Limoncello or like a bottle of wine or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And also like, does the kid, does the kitchen care if you're selling these specials or or not? I mean, yes. Cause bottom line, you know, bottom line, you know, it's like, it's the chef or the Sue who is just like, I spent more than I should have. And we have to make our money back. What are we going to do with those duck hearts? (laughs) Duck hearts. Fucking duck heart beignets. (laughs) Uh, but yes, it's it is a mouthful. Uh, you know, I re- remember it can. I mean, and we all know that the glaze that comes over people's eyes. Oops, excuse me. Anglaise. That that yeah comes over people's eyes when you start like, to we tell have them the specials tonight. And hey, listen, God bless a God bless a alpha uh, guest who's like. I know what I want. I'll save you the breath. And you're like, all right, cool. <laughs> but- Sounds good. Sometimes I want to know if places have specials, though. Like when you're talking about, um, you know, if it's a tight menu where I'm excited to be there. But yeah. And, you know, I, I definitely have been the person or seen, you know, seen people receive it where it's like I rattle everything off and they don't listen to a goddamn word or remember a goddamn word, you know? No, none of it. It's a it's a <laughs> weird dichotomy, you know. They they they, they want to tell, tell you what you, they could you yeah. tell me that special again. Um, you know, I'd always be like, we and we only have like two left, you guys. So if you want that, you're gonna need to let me know because yeah, I want to be left. sure to get it in for you. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. get it in for you. Do you remember back? <laughs> I want to put it in for you. <laughs> I'll help you put it in. Uh, do you have any specials that you remember? Any any really specific specials over the years that stand out in your mind? I, I mean, trying to push this like $20 omelet um, back at James because of the special truffles when people really didn't know that truffles were, were and could be that special. Because mm-hmm. it's also like, hey, listen, don't get too excited. There are going to be like four shavings on this <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's that fucking expensive uh i swear to god there was something with like gold flecked is that a thing yeah absolutely like gold flecked truffle or something like yeah, that. yeah that's definitely a thing that's like yeah absolutely that's like a like a david cross joke old david cross joke right? oh good lord anyways <laughs> yeah i i just i do recall that and um uh no it's it's been a minute other than just like really working at the corporate Sullivan Steakhouse where push the special right well if there were specials on top of the 90 second spiel you had to do every night I mean you were gonna be like (laughs) literally 
gasping for breath. Five minutes later, still talking there. Everyone's like, fuck you. We hate you. Get away from our table. Uh, and, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, yeah. look, when I worked at a get ready, get ready for it. When I worked at Buga de Beppo. <laughs> I got you. Uh Specials were every day, like pretty much the weekends were the heavier, but I'm telling you, and then some of these specials were like ungod came on the most ungodly huge platters I've ever seen. Like there was like a gnocchi with like a bouillonnaise. You'd have to like oh it came in a foil pouch, you'd have to like open it up table side. One was like a um it was like it had to be like five pounds of angel hair pasta Jesus. with like a like a spicy like garlic olive oil with like Kalamata olives and like I don't know uh, um, ricotta salada. You know that was I didn't know what ricotta salada was until I started working at Buca de Beppo. So um, wait, thank wait, you, wait. Buca. Roasted broccolini and ricotta salada. We're now a duo of drinks. Oh, I love ricotta saladas and <laughs> so good. <laughs> So yeah, there is a lot and you wanted, you know, you wanted to push the specials. They you know, that's what you but that's what you would get like your baked pasta, you know, which yes. I I want baked pasta. I want like cheesy ooey gooey, you know, even like lasagna was a special. We didn't just have it on the menu. You know, you had to get and and that and then lasagna was just okay. And it looked like a loaf of bread. You know? It was oh, that, that big. dry. Mm. Well, it was just long. Oh, you mean the portion. God. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. The portion was like a size of a loaf of bread. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy, Brooke. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, other than that, specials, I feel like there'd just be like a cute little fish special on the weekends, you know, nice little sauce, you know? And extra like pasta. That. You know, we're having fun and trying a different pasta. Cause yeah, we like this cute little place. We have some more caddy for you this weekend, you know? Tonight, the bartender is feeling a little saucy and they're, they're doing absinthe drinks <laughs> to go with your loaf of lasagna. Loaf of lasagna. Either that or would you like, uh, y- you could get yourself a nice apple martini, but we do it Italian style. So we put a meatball in it. <laughs> <laughs> like your like your meatball sundae from Ikea, which I'm, I'm like, mm, I might go to Burbank. It's we'll such see. a nice little portion. Um yeah, so I mean, I feel like that's that's all I got. That's all we got for specials today. You know, and just a question for you: How mm-hmm. often, if if, what do you think your batting average is? Um, in terms of, do you think being Ooh, a service stats. industry worker makes you know when you should go for the special, and how often do you think you go for it? God, that's a good question. I went for a special on Saturday. Um, I went to, I did, nice. we went to a place called Pisana, which is a smaller pizza chain here in LA. Um, and they, they're, they're, it's like an Italian wood fired pizza. They have a cacio e pepe pizza, Brooke, that is like out of control. Delicious. But it was my first time there. And there was a special pizza that was like roasted pork with like <laughs> pineapple jam. There was pineapple. Hey. So it was like a slow cooked pineapple jam on it and there was spam on it as well um and jalapenos and it was like and after our our chat of like pineapple pizza last episode i was like maybe we should get this special it was delightful damn Mm -hmm. sean and i got a pepperoni lovers pizza from the hut Um, oh i wish i was lying we just were looking for what was cheap and fast 
Sure, man. I get that. But it took me back. Are you kidding me? I haven't had a Pizza Hut pizza in years. And I was yeah. just like, good God, this is crazy. It's so good. Dude, on New Year's Eve, we went to the Dish Pig's house. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, should I bring something? Should I not bring something? And I picked up like uh, three boxes of the deep dish Little Caesars breadsticks. Okay. And that's I was a, like, you just walk into snack. a party like a little champion. You know what I mean? Just soak it all, all up. Like all of our our fa- like like I love that we just do not feign snottiness uh, like against me like, oh, who eats that? When like you we all know you're the hero if you yeah. show up at a party with delicious fast There was food. nothing left at the end of the night. Of and then someone not. else like showed up with like two like 20 hard shell tacos from Taco Bell. You know Fuck. what I mean? Yes. Uh-huh. These are like this is what I'm talking about. Like <laughs> this is how I, you Yeah. Sean and I were definitely laughing at like um Taco Bell has a ad campaign out right now that's like Live Moss, you know, which is what uh-huh. they're doing. And it's the coolest people you've ever seen gathered in a room, all just getting their Uber Eats Live Moss Taco Bell delivered. And we're like, who the fuck is like this? And then we're like, it's us. It's real. Like, it's, it's not totally, it's, it's very us. real. Look, I went to a wedding at a, a tiki bar. I went to a wedding reception at a tiki yes. bar last night, which was lovely. But, you know, I hadn't really eaten much. I, I had, look, when there's an open bar with, there's tiki drinks involved, you're, you're sure as shit going to end up at Taco Bell after it. <laughs> and then you're sh- double sure as shit going to have a weird sweaty night of tossing and turning all the alcohol and sugar out of your body uh. <laughs> all night long. But my new, I think, favorite goes to at Taco Bell is getting a black bean chalupa supreme. So not meat, no meat. You add, you do black beans instead. And it's kind of incredible. Hot I know. Tip? I feel like we're doing top of show at bottom of show, but we're sandwiching. This is a nice little sandwich. We just love to talk to each other, guys. We, we barely have seen each other in a month and a half. Like riddled with disease and travel. No. So yeah, uh, you have a little note here for upcoming episodes, like chain oh, yeah. restaurant scandals. Exactly. Like, what is this? Yeah, I know. I'll show it just just for it. It's like a whole big beefy, like a ten, like a twenty scandal deep uh, listicle of all of the crazy fast food and chain restaurant uh, things that we may have forgotten over the years. And you know, we go lowbrow. We obviously were just talking about yeah, eating Taco odd. Bell. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and like, listen, there's no hate. We also embrace and celebrate and love our chain restaurant workers as well. But um, the scandals go deep with you all over the years. So I thought that could be a really fun one. Oh, yeah. Year. This is like almost a little a little prequel to like what we're going to do for you guys next. You gotta leave them wanting more, more. Brooke. Yes. More. More. Well, you guys, that's it. You know, thanks for listening to this special episode. <laughs> oh, honey. I just honeyed myself. Do you guys, uh, do you guys have any specials tonight? And then you say it's special every night here. God damn place. it. That does happen, doesn't it? Oh, I forgot about that. Jeez. Yuck, 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 yuck. We're giving uh, out free piles of cash. Oh, my God. You do you guys it? have any 
horrible special stories, uh, please send them over to sidewardpod at gmail.com. But other than that, Brooke, you know what we say at the end of every episode. Godspeed, donate and the fish. Good tips, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you.